Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Welcome to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Minnow, and I'm feeling pretty good today, so I got a new nickname. Poppy Chulo, baby. Let's go. Let's go. A little bit of Spanish in this bitch. Jesus Christ. Gabe? Do you have, do you have no, a nickname? No, I don't have a nickname. <laughs> you need to like, communicate with me more. You can't keep dropping these new nicknames and not telling me. You're not coming up with a nickname for me. You can't have five and I have zero. You should just get in your creative bag. Uh, I'm not going to waste it on you. Wow, that is hateful. Anyways, shout out to our listeners today. I do appreciate you guys liking and subscribing on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Uh, last week when we told you guys to five-star us, the five-star shot up on iTunes. Three more five-stars? Yeah, we got like four more since wow. the last time. So uh, I fucks with the listeners this week. But yeah, keep, keep listening to us. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in to another episode as well. Gabe, you got any shout-outs in particular? Uh, yeah, just the same thing, man. We're launching the B&G Media. Uh, what did I tell you about promoting on this media? podcast? I told you. I, got, I told I, you, you can't I, promote your shit on my podcast. I don't care, man. You owe it to me. Man. No, I don't. This How do I owe you? Because I'm helping you and your brand. So Barely. Are you kidding me? I'm carrying the brand. I'm all of it. I am Pops Culture. Um <laughs> Let me start over. I got B&G Media <laughs> and it's launched. I got some um, sock articles and stuff up as well. And we have other sports stuff going on too as well. So check it out on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, and yeah, good. Yeah. And then soon, soon enough when that takes off, I can finally leave this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to happen. I'm going to go solo. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go solo. No, nah, Bo's, Bo's a good guy. So I'll, I'll allow it just for that. Yeah. He, just because I know he him. Messes, he like gives us feedback and like. He messed with the podcast heavy, so uh, shout out to him um, as well too. He, he's he's a real one. How's your day been going though? Uh, it's good, man. It's like the last couple weeks of school, trying to f- finish up. I don't know. I'm just I'm losing. Like I'm focused on what's what's next too uh, with school and all that. So got to stay in the moment, bro. I know, but it's hard. Can't like, lose I just, focus. No, but well, I'm looking towards the podcast and the other stuff I got going on and work and everything like that. I just want to be done. I got like three more weeks. So I'm hyped to have that finished, but I don't got like the insp- I'm using all my inspiration on this podcast and different things. So you're welcome again. But yeah, things are good. Except good. this weather too. Good man. Oh dude, I'm so over. I'm, I'm so over winter. Like, do you wear? You don't wear a hat? Like not that. Not that. I don't wear two, like a two. Like, yeah, no, not all the time. Do you have a hood? Yeah, and it's so the blows off and uh, just. 
You have a trash jacket. If, if your hood blows off, you have a trash jacket. <laughs> it's a trash jacket. Buy a better one. Uh, yeah, okay, with my student loans. <laughs> but yeah, for anyone wondering, I'm doing pretty well myself. Thanks for asking, Gabe. Um, Let me talk some more. Just, <laughs> just starting the new job. It's a pretty cool spot. Like they got PS4s in there and stuff, so it's a nice culture that they got going on as well too. They're what, pretty what friendly. Yeah, I am a bad friend because I didn't even ask like more details of what the hell you do there. I am a social media analyst. Really? Yeah. So you're one of those monkeys behind the computer, just it's a, okay. Like, I don't, it's, it's not a monkey. That's <laughs> it's kind of messed up. No, what? what do you mean? Like, <laughs> it doesn't have the same meaning when I say it, um, but you know, like. You just I can get, away. I can, all, all I'm gonna say is I can get your Twitter profile banned. <laughs> so you don't want to start shit. Did I get? Did I just get? Did I just do that? Like, do what? You gave me a weird look too. Oh no, the monkey thing was cool. Oh, <laughs> but um, yeah. Thanks for ruining our surprise. Like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm oh, kidding. Shit. I'm joking. I'm no, just kidding. No, it didn't really ruin the. Surprise. I was joking. <laughs> relax, relax. Yeah, Marcel's here. So we have a special guest in the building today. On top of our photographer, Marcel, who's gracious enough to take some photos of us once again. Do you want to say hi, Marcel, at all? Hi. She's too shy. So she, enthusiastic. She says whenever she gets a mic in front of her, she shares too much. Yeah, so. a, a, <laughs> I know she does it with the phone. so can't She doesn't want any of her stories getting out there yeah, yet. Well, so that's why she's not going to say I've hi. I've some good ones. So. But no, we actually do have another special guest in the building. My boy, Idris Lawal, has joined us today. Idris, you can introduce yourself now. We've kept you quiet for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I've been sitting here like laughing to myself and like holding my breath and shit. Uh, yeah, as Pops said, uh, my name is Idris Lawal. Um, I'm really, really good friends with Pops uh, since the Ottawa days. Yes, sir, when we were getting ratchet. Yeah. Not anymore, though. We're wholesome. Green monster. <laughs> you guys meet at university? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. I'll save the questions for later. But. Yeah, all grown up now, though. Um, so, yeah, you know, I make music. I'm brand new to Toronto, make music. I work in advertising. Actually, also, just uh, used to be in a social media monkey role. <laughs> but yeah, I also make music. Just released my new uh, song called Jordan, and uh, got my first showcase in Toronto in uh, a week, actually, March 14. So there's the intro. Yeah, which should be a little bit exciting. We're gonna play a little bit of Idris's song right here. Enjoy. Jordan. No. These not Jordan. 
last year like So that's a little taste of what you can expect for Riz's show. Got a few questions about the song, actually, because I knew you since the Ottawa days, of course, back when you were doing... That's when you first started the music shit. Back when everyone called me Riz. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, so <laughs> yo, let's start with that. Why did you Why did you even change your name from Riz to Idris LaWall? Because Idris LaWall is your real name, yeah. but Riz, I thought yeah. it was a dope like mix of the two, so yeah. why did you end up switching it? Riz was like back when I was super like lyrical or like rapid rappy and I wanted to be Nas so bad. Yeah. And that's literally where uh, Riz came from. It was Nas was uh, Nasser shortened. So Idris, uh, Riz was Idris shortened. And I moved to Canada before uh, Idris Elba became famous. So I come here and I'm uh-huh. like, yo, I'm Idris. And everyone's like, how do you pronounce that? What is that? What is that? So I just started going by Riz because yeah. it's so much easier to pronounce. Now it's actually harder. So now I'm like Riz. When I moved to Toronto, I'm like Riz. They're like... Chris and like, <laughs> and like Idris and they're like oh like the actor and I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah like the actor and uh yeah so I think the big reason for the change music wise was go to Toronto meet people uh, go to different bars and shit meet people and they're like introducing themselves to me and I'm yeah like, telling me the artist's name and I'm like oh that's cool like a researcher and I'm like yeah I'm Idris but like my music name is like this you know and this and this and it was just way too much it was for me. It was just I want to introduce people as what I go by, and that was why it was just consolidating everything it, under my name. It honestly threw me off at, when I first got here too, because it's like, oh, which one do I call him then? Because he kept calling like I was gonna call yeah. him Idris, and then yeah. kept calling him Riz. I was like, <laughs> and then I want to act like I already know him, so I want to like step on any toes. I was like, I'm not gonna say anything. Maybe uh, sort it out. Like, so him I'm, me, I'm glad him calling me Riz is throwing me off because yeah. no one in Toronto calls me Riz anymore. Uh, okay, you know, everyone right, right, just calls right. me Idris now too. But yeah, call me whatever, man. I'll call you Adrian. We're sending you a professional tone here uh, with this interview, so. Yeah, I'm still going to call you No, 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 no. You're going to call the same thing, too. Can we get into something real quick? So how long have you been in Toronto for? Because you keep saying that, like, you just yeah, moved to Toronto, to but not you. card, man. <laughs> I'm trying to pl- First of all, it takes like it, just, it takes like two years to get settled in Toronto. Yeah, I hear that. Too. Yeah, been here like three yeah, years on and off, and it's yeah. the same thing. It's like I still don't feel like a Toronto. Like, Not at part, all, man. Toronto like, guy. I so can't afford like, to. You like, don't feel like a Toronto man. I can't afford to <laughs> no, be a Toronto, Toronto man. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. want to say Toronto <laughs> man either because I'm like I'm not one yet. Like yeah. enough CN Tower pictures, and I will be though. Yeah, yo, uh, November 2017 was when I came here. Okay, and like, okay, so I mean, you can still play the new card. Yeah, I'm still trying to play the new card. It was like. I moved here with like a week's notice, so I didn't really plan to move. Just got a job and then moved. But my girl was back in Ottawa, so yeah. I was like going back and forth for a year, back and forth to Ottawa. So it never really felt like I was here. That's why I was like, you know, I'm still new to Toronto. Because even for the year that I was here, I was in Ottawa like every weekend. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So when did you get here, like to Canada? 2010. 2010. Okay, okay. Is that what we met? Uh, yeah, yeah first yeah, year, yeah. 2010, yeah. 
Uh, yeah. I don't remember exactly what party, but it was it's, definitely, it's a party, definitely a time. Yeah, yeah exactly, uh, right? Uh, um, can, you, can I curse? <laughs> what? Can we curse? On yeah, you can curse on this. You can say <laughs> fuck <laughs> shit, <laughs> bitch. No, want, we're man. limited though. Still, you get like no. Like five that was swears that was when we had the eighteen-year-old. <laughs> so we <laughs> we had to put a we had to put a swear jar yeah, on. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, you mentioned that you wanted to be Nas when you first started. So like when I listen to Jordan, it's a little bit more melodic and you got other influences in this. Right. What inspired you on this track or who influenced you on this track? Uh, yeah, I actually just shared a post about the story of the song not too recently. I'm going to give you a little like rundown of it. Okay. The actual th thing I wrote about the song first was um, I flew around. Um, I spent some time with the sun. That's how I got to dark skin. Yeah. So um, that was all inspired by the story of like Phaeton from Greek mythology who... Uh, um, according to Greek mythology, he like borrowed the sun chariot, flew too close to the earth, yeah. and uh, burnt parts of Africa, and that's why um, Africans are dark skinned. Okay, so that's like I, that was like the one part that's like that's really yeah. stood out to me. Like I stopped and like when I was just like vibing, and I was like, I, I like that. Like yeah. as like, a non dark skin, yeah. light skin. <laughs> actually, no, no, man. Like it's, it's so, I, I have an appreciation for it though. It was, it was a dope lyric. Go for it, thanks, man. I don't even think they were trying to be racist. I think it was just more like a misunderstanding or a lack of understanding. Yeah, just like ignorance, which is so the like, case a lot in Canada. Exactly. Like right. that's the, the not to excuse anyone, but I think that's the. From my experience, it's more of like a, an ignorance and like a thing, and it's nice. It's nice that you can take away from that, though. Right, yeah. You know, to, to get the lyrics, and it's like, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a change, and it's yeah. really subtle, which is, which is dope. Thanks. So, so that's what inspired the lyrics, and then I think the sound was just. I don't even know how the sound. I mean, when I write my songs, to be honest, it's like yeah. I write it, and then after it's like an exam. You write it, and then you just finish everything. You forget everything about it after. I'm like, yo, I don't even know how I wrote that or wrote this and whatever. So, yeah. Because I remember hearing it in the earlier stages. And even then, it was sounding like pretty nice. Like it was going to make for a good song. Yeah. But I remember when you sent me the final version, I was like, kind of, I was pretty blown away by what, ended, what it ended up becoming. It got a lot more melodic. And I think yeah. that was the guitar. My, my boy, La, La, yeah. added the guitar. And then once I had to re-record my vocals over that, I had to be melodic to kind of match that, you know? Yeah. And shout out to Antian Music as well too. He's the one who produced the song as well. Yeah, yeah producers don't usually get enough love in the hip hop sure. scene, so just want to give him a shout out as well too. Shout out to my See. boy Antian. Uh, he's from Ottawa slash Belleville. Sick, sick producer. He's a rapper too in his own right. Yeah. So he also makes music as well. So yeah, he produced that song sent him my way, and I was like, yo, I need that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you can get a little bit close to the mic, but if you True. can. <laughs> <laughs> Settle. Gotta gotta yeah. have our fans hear you. You're the most important part of this. Um, I do want to talk about the lyrics a little bit more too. Cool. The last part. So where does the Jordan come in? Because the last part you say you land on the moon this year, but these not Jordans. So what is? How does Jordan parallel to the first part of that bar where you say you flew around the sun? Right. I think I've I've always been influenced by sports. Like I love sports. Uh, Jordan's my favorite basketball player. Yeah. But. I've never worn a pair of Jordans in my life. I've never owned anything Jordans. So I think I was literally like writing that song and I was like, you know, I flew around the sun last year. I'm like the gods when I orbit. Yeah. Because I think we all literally, when you think about it, we all like the earth orbits around the sun every year. So we all literally fly around the yeah. sun every year. So that was the big thing. And after I went to finish the lineup and I was like, you know, I looked at my feet and I was like, I'm not wearing Jordans. So I literally 
did all that without wearing a pair of Jordans. It was, it's not uh, like, okay. wait, you it's never not, had a pair of Jordans? I've never before? had a pair of Jordans. I've never had a pair of Have you had a pair of Jordans? I yeah. did when I was a kid, but that was a mistake. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, honestly, I'll put that out there. I'm not a huge Jordan shoe Me fan neither. I'm anymore. Not a big, yeah, I'm not but a big sneaker. I had Jordans though, like, uh, never, not once. Yeah, no, I never had Jordans, man. Like I grew up in Nigeria. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah, but I can't be saying that. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, t- like yeah. no. I, I think I rock more like, um, not like sneakers, like more like slip-ons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like that too, though. Like too, I, yeah. I've never been a sneaker head. Yeah. I've always been like, yeah, the Vans and slip-ons and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, yeah back in the day, the childhood was Jordans. That's yeah, very think- literal. <laughs> <laughs> the meaning of the song yeah it's yeah. very literal like yeah. I literally wasn't wearing Jordans and I think um, if you want to look at it from like a deeper meaning obviously not trying to shit on Jordans obviously because I fucking love them <laughs> yeah. we want to keep our audience yeah, yeah, yeah right <laughs> like yo you know I love I love I love like Michael Jordan I love everything he did on the court you know but um, I think when coming out of Nigeria and coming out of um learning about as I grew up and learning, learning about black culture I was living in Qatar at this point and like seeing trying to assimilate myself with black culture and seeing everything about black culture it was like you know like hip-hop and like the baggy shit and like yeah. back then i was around like all the baggy chains and everything and um i've never won that pair of jordan and i always i think i'd always it, it always made me feel different from i've always considered myself always different from every other your typical like hip-hop black you yeah know, like yeah what, what you would call the black experience and i think it was just for me it was like establishing my own um individuality i guess yeah. you know it was I've never worn a pair of Jordans. Maybe some people might think that's weird. Uh, maybe some people might think yeah, you're not black enough or this or that. Yeah, but it yeah. was like that's fine. You know, I'm fine with that. Yeah, and I don't, yeah I'm I don't, still great. I'm still I still fly around the earth. I still orbit the earth like everyone else. So it doesn't really matter what I'm wearing. So that's kind of like the yeah the no, message. You know? That that line definitely stuck out uh, right. as well. So growing up in like Nigeria and Qatar, um, but. Like, I'm from Ghana, so I know the whole African parents are... (laughs) Oh, yeah, the bracelet, yeah, that got you. I know why Gabe's laughing, because he he keeps calling me Haitian, um, and and for whatever reason, wants me to rep it, even though I'm not from there. Yo, Haitians are Ghanaian, Because he speaks French, though, and I just... Yeah, because... Yeah, yeah, but I just... My mom was progressive and put me in a French immersion school when I was younger. I'm not gonna lie, man. Sometimes I have those, like, moments where I catch myself, like... A mix, so I got like, like like that ignorant like white side. It's just like, oh yeah, like, <laughs> black guy French, like for sure he's Haitian. Like he's got, got that look, like and then That's I always so feel funny. bad. So, but I just embrace it at this point. I feel like everywhere else outside of Canada, because I think Haitians are uh, there are a lot of Haitians in Canada, but not a yeah. lot outside yeah. everywhere else. So if you're a black guy and you speak but, French, you're more likely to get like a Ivory Coast or like a Senegal. Yeah. Before you get like Haitian. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Just from Montreal, the like Haitians I've met and yeah, stuff. That's yeah. what. I don't even have a Haitian accent though. I, so. I, yeah, but I just you <laughs> don't have like an African accent level. either though. Like so. I, just, I told I'm you where I rap. Ignorant <laughs> assumptions here. Do not stop me. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to what I was saying. I know like the whole African experience. Like I mean, like Ghanaian culture and. Nigerian culture are fairly similar as much as those countries and people from them want to say that they're very Yo, we different. We got the better jollof um, no, rice, No, you guys though. do not. I knew you were going to bring that up. We got the better jollof rice, though. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up, and we definitely got a beef over that. Uh, Kenyans definitely make the it's best no jollof. no competition. No, you, you guys don't even about? add enough spice into yours. What do you mean? No, it's, spice it's, is to actually water down the actual taste of the jollof no, rice. No, it does not. It, it enhances it, if anything. <laughs> but I know whole, like, your parents come here and... You know, they want you to be the typical, you got to be a lawyer, you got to be a doctor. Um, Did you get any of that from, like, your mom or your parents at all? Like, did she kind of, like, try and repress you from doing music on the side or anything? Yeah, I don't think they ever repressed me from doing music. (laughs) I mean, growing up, it was, I never really did. 
they don't listen to this. <laughs> so it's like I definitely know like the support wasn't there, or more so because they didn't take it seriously. You know, a lot of a lot of people with different experiences. You know, when you start getting to that age and you start, you know. The parents that you're interested in music, they do stuff like put you in certain schools or yeah. sign you up for classes. My parents were like, nah, like, you want to work on music? That's fine. You work on it after you're done school, you've done your homework, and you've done all of that. And I actually think it wasn't until this year that my parents actually took me as a musician seriously. Yeah. You know, my dad was a, my dad's an accountant, and I came here and studied finance because I knew I wanted to do business, didn't yeah. know what I wanted to do. And then fourth year, start realizing what I want to do and then switch the market in. And, you know, so I think there was that, there was obviously that push to like, yeah, you got to do that, those traditional jobs. Yeah. And yeah. Use. And it's like, the man worked like, the man was born in a village, worked his ass off to, you know, to get here. To get here, you know, yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah. of course he wants me to get a dope job. And yeah. Like, for sure, I think about that too. I'm like, yo, I'm not going to like, sit here and like, not get a job. You know, I had like student loans that he's, it not only affects me, it affects the family. You got to yeah. pay that off, you know? So mm-hmm. I think... I think to a degree, we can all feel that too. Yeah. Like we come here every week and obviously we don't put in the work like a musician does and stuff, but we have our aspirations and our interests that are completely different from our nine to fives right. in school. And uh, we can appreciate that for sure. And it's, it's hard, thing, man. man. Especially, but yeah, and it just, but sometimes it's got to be frustrating too, though. I mean, because... Like when you're doing yeah. the nine to five and you say, I could have so much more energy and all this to that. Mm-hmm. Like even for me, like trying to get um, other projects off the ground and that. So uh, I know you must feel that a bit, right? Like it's very yeah, relatable. Yeah. It takes away for sure. Like, and you know, you finish work sometimes, the last thing you want to do is like go sit at a computer and send out emails for mm-hmm. your own stuff, yeah. you know? So it's definitely, definitely hard. You got to look at it both <laughs> ways, man. I mean, for me, this is how I look at it. Like I work in advertising and, you know, I make music and I think, there's a lot of role model, role models and shit in the music industry, you know, but there's not enough, I would say, in advertising. There's yeah. sure enough. There's sure as all not enough people would do both, you know. But guys like Charles Gambino, you know, very, very successful in two different industries. Not a lot of people do that. I think we actually have an advantage because we're forced to, like, we're forced to, like, learn how to have a nine to five and also still change your passion, mm-hmm. you know. And that's a good thing. I think, you know, like, now it's hard, but maybe, like, 20 years from now, you know, it's going to put us in a better position to, um, and, you know, I get in the music industry, but if t- 20 years from now, I think I'm in a better position to, like, become a music executive, for yeah, example, yeah, yeah. than a lot of people who didn't have that, yeah. you know, um, opportunity. Yeah, no, I agree 100% Absolutely. with that. Because, like, I know people who are complaining about, like, the current situation, but, like, they're not really doing anything about it. Like, for me, I feel like the whole side hustle of something that you love like it's something that you do because you love it for one but also i mean there is the idea that you do kind of want to move into that field or something and get paid from it mm-hmm. um but it's a long-term game like mm-hmm. people see success happen so quickly on instagram and twitter and they think that hey you do something for like a year you should blow up and if you don't blow up you're not a success like there's tons of people who've been doing things for like artists who've been doing music for like eight years plus even 10 years and they didn't end up blowing up until probably they were like 
33, 35. So it's like yeah, you and, can. Anderson Pack actually comes to mind. Yeah, yeah so, two chains for me too. Two chains. Yeah. He's he's been old since he's he been rebranded. Like yeah, that's a go. That's like yeah, advertising or marketing or PR and stuff. We gotta appreciate that rebrand. Yeah, hundred percent. To two chains, like damn. We'll touch on him a bit later too. So like with the rise of technology, just everything is kind of like extended. Like now, if you're like thirty is not old these days. Like back when you were a kid, like you think of a thirty year old, you're like, oh man, that guy's old as hell. Like say it again. (laughs) (laughs) Say it for the people in the back. You think that guy's old as hell? I'm (laughs) twenty (laughs) one. I'm thirty. Gave his uh, young 30. Um, but yeah, no, 30, you think 30. that someone who's 30 years old is, is old back Why did you pick 30, though? You could have picked any, like 31, 32, 29. Because that's just, I don't know, that's it. the decade You know that exactly starts. why you picked that age. <laughs> Maybe it's a throw shot. It's an ongoing joke in the group chat, so. You think that 30 years old's old, and like now, just with the advancement of technology, like everything moves at like a different pace, so you can there's a longevity game in this and if you're down for the grind like you can blow up at any point so yeah like you gotta like people gotta realize or like i think what i had to realize was it's a music career you know yeah and a career spans until you're older until you're 40 50 so yeah i think what was it like a while back i texted you and i was like yo jay-z didn't release his first album until 26 yeah you know so little things like that, like there's no. And that one sold bad, too. like. And that was, yeah, yeah, it that didn't was even blow up until after. Yeah, yeah until exactly. after. Same with Eminem and Infinity. Like, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's not a. There's no time. Or, yeah. and so that's the thing. Our first podcast, you know, <laughs> yeah. the second one really <laughs> pops up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you cut the dead weight and then. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Though. A lot of people shit on you. They'll be like, "Oh, well, like you're not Jay Z, or like you're not this person." Well, I mean, like they didn't think that they were gonna be that either, right? Sure. So, like, you never know. You still gotta shoot, try for something, right? Shoot, shoot, it's shoot. hard though too. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like it, no, but it is, man. I, I, I'm letting down my group right now by being here mm. for my classes. Or that's like, cool have, though. Like. No, but I, but it's still the same. Like same dude, I have applications yeah. every day for these internships. Yeah, and yeah. all that, and like I've been behind, and I'm trying to do the other website and all that too. And it's tough though. Like I've been at it for a while as well. So it is. I mean, there's advantages. I think it's dope too because I think the people who make it through balancing their job and pursuing music past multiple EPs and albums or artist projects or all that as well. Like it kind of weeds out the week, not that, for mm-hmm. lack of better description, but as well. So like, you know, we have, we're, we're juggling so much more. So I think it also brings out the stronger people and the people who are very, very passionate versus uh, how it was before and like how A&Rs and stuff would just find people in that as well. So it's, it, it's tough, it's a battle, but I think it says something to the people at our age and our interests that make it and do it for multiple years while struggling and balancing life and all that as well. Yeah. So I want to get into this showcase. Uh, where'd you come up with the idea for releasing your video for the showcase? Because I've seen you put a couple clips up on your Instagram. It's like you in a field. Um, where'd you come up with like that concept? And then how did that grow into, hey, like let's do a showcase for this? Because that's like a really creative idea for getting your music video out there. Thanks, man. A lot of people, I think a lot of people actually do like music video premieres or like music premieres, you know, a show. I think it's usually, like that. It's usually garnered towards, yeah, their albums right. or their EPs. Right, Not so much right. just one music video. So. Right. I think it was more so I knew like this. I'm going to be releasing a couple of songs this year. I'm going to be releasing this video. But moving to Toronto as a, a you know marketer working in my nine to five, not a lot, lot of people know me as a serious musician here. Yeah. So if I'm gonna like put time and effort into this music video, I wanted to make sure like upon release, you know, enough people 
like a lot of people get to see it. Yeah. And so that was, and it was honestly all very uh, serendipitous. Is that the word? Serendipitous. Because, yeah. you know, like back to the topic of balance and work and um, your passion. Um, I'm working on the video with the agency's photographer, you know, so a coworker. Um, I'm planning the showcase with um, an event planner who's also a project manager at the agency. So, you know, leveraging those, um, like, yeah, I'm there all day. Might as well, you know, use it as best as I can to even further my, you know, my passion even more. So I start working with them. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like how you came up with the showcase and the, yeah. the video. Yeah, so me and Ryan, you know, Ryan's the guy I'm working with the video on. We started putting the video together. We started, like, I'm talking to him about the song. We were, like, you know, throwing ideas back and forth. Sharon happens to be sitting down there. She was, like... Sitting there, she was like, oh, I like how this is sounding. I'd love to see, you know, the first draft when you get there. So, you know, we we eventually go shoot this video. We didn't really do it the pro Like, we, we had a little storyboard and everything, but, you know, it wasn't, like, fully, fully planned out. So we were kind of going as we went. We shot it over three seasons. Show uh, Sharon the first draft. She's like, she gets all excited. She's like, oh, this is amazing. You need to have a showcase. Like, you know, and she's just, like, runs with it. Next day, she comes, she's like, I have a date booked. I have this event, uh, this venue booked, you know? So it was very much, I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm having a showcase. And then I had the date, I had the venue, then I planned everything else around. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to have this showcase. And I know I've been working on this video. I want to release this video at the showcase. So that was my deadline. And then, you know, same thing for all the other songs I want to release. Um, so yeah, it was like, it's, yeah, it's like, you know, you kind of like put things out into the universe and you say you want this and you want that. And then it just kind of happened all very organically and i was just like yeah yeah sure yeah you know you got a date i'll definitely do a showcase then and then we just went from there so is there any like double entendre with the date march 14th being pi day i didn't even know that i dealing with mathematics and space and stuff yo i didn't even know that i didn't even know that you should I, say that during the showcase. I should say that, yeah. I hope no one listens you to this could, podcast. Yeah, and yeah. I think I came whoa, up whoa, with Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 um, I lie, I lie, I lie, I lie. Everyone better be listening to this Everyone better listen to this podcast. I'm going to share it, too. I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Um, no, I just showed March 14th because I knew I wanted to be... I didn't. I know what my kind of music is. It's not a Saturday night turn up music. I know yeah, that for yeah. sure. So I'm not going to ask people to take come time on out to come on Saturday. It's not necessarily a Friday night because people want to party either. But yeah. it's so I knew it was it had to be a weeknight, but I didn't want it to be a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Those just felt weird. I don't know, Thursday just felt like the right date. So there was no reason, but that's actually crazy. <laughs> and again, it's almost like I like, should rap. On the topic of like Saren I should leave this podcast should, yeah. and rap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So, can, where, so are we gonna are you gonna am I breaking are you gonna give details of the show and everything or uh yeah, well yeah. we're just gonna plug that yeah, towards yeah, like yeah. the end of the episode. Okay. Or if he wants to plug it here, you can plug it here as well too. Yeah. So I mean on the topic of Pi Day and Space and Universe, the um the name of the showcase is a travel in light. Part of the reason why I named it that is uh, again, this is you know, I hit up my copywriter at the agency and I was like, Hey, Here's like what I'm thinking for the showcase, blah, blah, blah. What are some of your ideas that you may have for names? And she came up with traveling and she had light somewhere else. And then we eventually pieced that together. But ultimately for me, it represented the fact that I've actually traveled, you know, yeah. a lot, moved a lot of places. And, you know, Jordan has that all, you know, um, theme of like light to it. And I think when people come to the showcase and see me perform, a lot of my songs actually have the theme, the themed around like sun and light and stuff like that. So it's very much. Uh, themed around that 
um so yeah it's gonna be a showcase we're gonna premiere the music video it's on march 14th at page one cafe which is a little um cafe right next to ryerson but uh turns Ooh. into a little bit of a cocktail bar are you going papa absolutely and Gabe's hopefully go. I'm gonna come through. I sell is hopefully go. Okay. <laughs> Did you bring tickets? Did you bring tickets? tickets? Okay, course, cool. I, I was gonna say people that like, don't leave outside of Toronto, so that's oh, a, nice, that's a good yeah, area. So that's a good area. Yeah, yeah and so uh, works for me. Yeah, this guy hates going anywhere that's like not in his central location. Yeah, man, especially in this <laughs> minus. I don't know. Okay, in the cold, in the cold, it's understandable. But in the summer, he's like, nah, like he still doesn't want to move anywhere like further. Because I've got to discover Toronto first. That's well, that's how you learn, though, is to is to get out your comfort zone. Discover the magic of Uber. You got to get the Uber pool. Five dollar Uber pool. Yeah, I'm coming. This guy spent sixty dollars to leave from my house because he didn't want to Uber pool it. Yeah, man. Insane. The story's more ridiculous. We're not gonna get into that. The Great Order. Um, yeah. So March March 14th a traveling light i'm gonna premiere a music video and perform a few unreleased songs as well um around the genre of i'm gonna call my genre afro soul okay because a little bit of soul music and uh with the african elements to it how do you quick question because how do you get away from rap then you said because you were into the and you used to rap which Mm -hmm. i wouldn't expect i don't know you can usually always hear the sound like with like a lot of the artists who like gambino when he like transitions and stuff but i wouldn't think from listening to your music that you were a rapper before so right. how do you get from that to that because that was unexpected from for me at least uh, i definitely started off as a poet first uh, so uh, writing the lyrics has always been the first thing yeah and then i think when you start so you start off as that you want to project and perform um based on what you're saying so obviously rap music was popular so that's what i was you know leaning towards that's what i was listening to mm-hmm. that's what actually you know it made me advance my writing skills um and then as i grew older and i got to i think say like last year or two years ago um partly because i'm getting older and trying to you know get more in touch with myself and discover like you know my roots and you know like look back at my african and nigerian roots but also partly because to some degree nigeria as a culture is becoming more popular from like the walk up jerseys mm-hmm. afrobeats yeah. music yeah. which i fucking hate the term afrobeats but <laughs> afrobeats music and all of that so what would you call it well it's afrobeats is uh, it's just a marketing term it's like like i said my song is my uh my uh genre is afro soul okay whiskey is afro pop you know okay. it's afro rap afro r&b uh, okay and, you know, okay it's like label just want to do afrobeats because you know afrobeats is very popular so if you yeah. do afrobeats people are going to want to listen to it but i could fucking ramble up at that <laughs> not stop next next episode next episode <laughs> yeah yeah um uh, and then um as i started listening to more getting more in touch with my nigerian roots learning more about actually where nigerian music came from which is a little project i'm working on to be released later in yeah. the year that actually documents nigeria's music timeline um as i learned more of that it ultimately just affected my own art too yeah and then, you know i started like incorporating more of the little elements yeah. learning more of how like they projected their voice and how they added melodies also like when i would actually like rap i'd be like i think i was projecting my voice and people would be like man you sound like you're so soft-spoken yeah. or like you're still sitting <laughs> down and i think learning the melodies of african yeah, music yeah. and incorporating that just made me it helped me like tell my story better you know you made the performance match the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Like, Who are some, I know kind of Papa already kind of touched, I'm just curious, just because the sound yeah. is kind of like, you, it's not really. My favorite like, musician is Kid Cudi. Okay, yeah, yeah so, so you had Cudi that there. Kid Cudi's my favorite musician. Like, so who are some of the, I don't know, I mean, he had like Drake up there, but like who are, like, and it kind of has like that almost a Frank Ocean vibe, but I'm not a huge R&B guy, mm-hmm. but so like who are some of like other influences that you had, just like maybe even less popular, yeah. just like things that pop in your mind once in a while, maybe one song, not even the artists themselves. That makes sense, you know. Because I, mean? like I, I hear a lot of different sounds in the song, um, 
but I can't, I can't pinpoint one, so it seems like you have multiple influences, mm -hmm. but I also don't want to put words in your mouth either to who did. No, definitely. I, it's it's like early on when I started rapping, my influences a lot were like hip-hop music, so like Nas, Tupac, um, you know, and then like Kendrick came and, you know, um, Cuddy, Cuddy came and Drake came and they, then because they're also, you know, it's like very lyrical, but then they're adding these little harmonies and melodies, mm -hmm. I started incorporating that and then Chance came along the line. Yeah, yeah, and Chance yeah. really took that to the next level. And then I really like started focusing honing more on the uh, melodies. And then when I started discovering Nigerian musicians, started going to like, you know, like Fela Kuti, like you're nice, which is like not even they're not even like popular musicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like, what I was wondering. Days, so you you know, put me on. Like <laughs> nice Fela Kuti, you know, King Sonia Day. Yeah. I'm gonna shake my hand like in my head like yeah, I know yeah, what you're yeah. talking about. Yo, but, there's a whole um there's a whole Afro hub on no, Spotify. I, I definitely, I, yeah, I, I, I gave it a visit and like I listened to it and yeah. that, but I just, yeah, I'm just and curious. Then, the people you know, guys like, it. there's this um, singer in the UK called Obonjaya. I can't fucking pronounce his name, but it's O-B-O-N-J-A-Y-A-R. Yeah. And like, he's like very, very sick. He also mixes like African rhythms. Yeah. And um, he's British. So he has that British accent and it's like a foreigner on African, yeah. uh, African music as well. So I really love listening to him as well. So yeah, I think it's as my music taste progressed, so did my style also progress. And now I'm at a point where I, it's like a mesh of everything. That's dope. Yeah. So last question. You said Jordan was one of your favorite players, but I know Rose is also one of your favorite basketball players. Yeah. Do you have any plans on making a song about Rose? Uh, I didn't even thought about it, man, but his story is fucking crazy. Yeah. I think it'd be really, really, really like his name is Rose, man. It's so like there's so many ways you can take yeah. that, you know, so like maybe yeah. just that's inspired one, something. That's one of the greatest commercials. Have you guys seen the the Tupac and the Derrick Rose uh, poem? It's like the, the rose that grew through the concrete or whatever. And that's like one of my favorite sports commercials ever. Like that, that should move me. So, do you know what I'm talking about, Papa? That one? Uh, no, I don't. I think I've seen it, but like I can't remember off the top back, of my head yeah. right now. It's so check it out. It's, it's the best. But yeah, no plans yet, but maybe. Yeah. You can I, keep that in the talk and uh, yeah, credit me when it's. <laughs> don't do it. Then, <laughs> you know. Shout out D. Rose. You made the song. Yeah. Shout out Chris Paul, yeah. my two favorite players, point guards, point guards. Uh, can't fight with the Chris Paul. Huh? Hate Chris Paul. I, I, I'm like in the middle between Chris Paul because I know how dope he is, but at the same time, I, I just him. don't really like him at the same I time. I loved him in New Orleans. I don't know why people hate Chris Paul. Because it's, it's, a whole his attitude on the court. NBA yeah. players. What's his attitude on the court? It's whack. <laughs> He's getting floppy. Like, yeah. Uh, I can't so. mess with him. But yeah, we can get into some basketball talk a little bit later. You want to chill out and uh, shoot the shit with us? Yeah, I'm down. All right. We will be right back. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Um... For you guys, that was just a quick switch. For us, it was like about 10-minute switch up. Uh, we're going to start off with the Russ Diamond news because he's back in the mix. He's been away for a little bit. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Russ is just an artist who blew up and kind of came up. And he recently tweeted that you can make millions upon millions of dollars on TuneCore and not have to break anyone off. Stop letting this whole there's no money in music for the artist narrative keep circulating. Shit is a lie. Own your shit and be self-sufficient, but you'll cake or be dumb and complain. 
Y'all sign for a million, which really turns into you netting only like 350K because y'all be having lawyers taking 5% for setting, sitting in an office in Beverly Hills and managers taking 20%. And then after you get the new wrapper, new money starter kit, you left with only like 150K living beyond your means. I know that sounded like broken English, but that's just how he tweeted yeah, it. Yeah, no. Uh, how hard, do you guys? It's hard to read tweets. And he, he goes on more about it as well, uh, just getting into some of the percentage breakdowns and where the money goes to and how artists getting taken advantage of and I think we can all to a degree agree with Russ but it's 100% still fuck not, Russ. not not all it's not all to a little degree it's a he's spitting facts I, I, okay here's the one problem TuneCore never heard of it yeah I, is this it sounds like a it's a platform to use to upload stuff to but it feels like this now is just an advertiser for TuneCore no no that's like, just how our, well it might be I, you can make millions of parts it sounds like he's pitching like a mid-level marketing or something yeah like, yeah, and that's, uh, I mean, that's possibly, so, yeah. It's, that's a that's not right. You can't make millions. Yeah, and millions. yeah, yeah like, that is true. Yeah, that's I, a which lot. I think <laughs> takes away, honestly. This is the hardest part about it. It feels like it takes away from the rest of the message as well because I just I'm, I don't trust the beginning of this. Like it sounds mm-hmm. like an advertisement. Again, I can't say I disagree with that. Y'all see that uh, Blueface interview on whatever I think it was one of the Hot ninety seven or whatever. I think and it was Hot. They were asking him the about his uh, contract. And where's money going and what he get? And this guy is know. sitting there doing an interview and can't tell you what's what from like literally did not have he literally just looked at the camera and was like, I, I don't know, which is mad embarrassing. Especially when like you had stuff to work with, like he's blowing up and that. And now he's and it's cash money, first of all. We should have not left out. Yeah. Um which is notoriously yeah, known no, for stealing from yeah. their artists. The only soul that hasn't been ripped from him was Drake, and he still had to fight for that. Yeah, so he's still he, well, he's still fighting money. for it right now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Signed, and signed like, to someone else who's signed to cash money. Yo, yeah, I, yeah. Really I like died this. a little inside oh of that on God. that one. Like blue page. It was it was it was pathetic. Like Come on, man. But then He's, you have after all De La Soul. What? De La Soul. Recently, yeah. yeah they yeah, had uh, issues with their with their splits and how the money's been broken down with their music and, and stuff And those like cats that. have been around forever, been, Yeah, too, exactly. Like, everyone. So it's just, it's crazy. I don't... I, I, has anyone come out winning from this? Like, who's, like, really from the, the music industry without being screwed over? Frank Ocean. Frank, yeah, yeah, Frank Ocean. True, yeah. True. <laughs> he just made a ton of money off of yeah. Apple. That guy had By screwing them over. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. He's one of them. But even Michael Jackson and Prince came out on top, but that was a battle too. Like Sony might even kill them. Like it's, I feel like all these artists are getting taken advantage of. That's a rumor, man. That's what I'm just yeah, saying. No. Like, so I don't know. But yeah, the Blueface thing was like disheartening. Um, so I can't disagree with Russ, but at the end of the day, it's Russ. Well, I just read that uh, streaming has become like the most popular format for music, um, and that's where they're making most of their money. But they. When it comes to streaming, you don't get that much from it. It's like point zero zero one or something, which is like less than a cent off of each stream. So you're still waiting on our check, Spotify. (laughs) And and Apple, so you could send (laughs) So you have to pretty much get like millions upon millions of streams in order to even be profitable within that area. And then on top of that, like he said, the industry's taking some of your money from that. So and the they're ahead of the the um, companies are ahead of the artists too, though. Like, remember before, like if you had a three sixty deal, it was terrible. Now everyone has that, like, because the artists are making. That's how they make money is off uh, concerts and that. Yeah. So now everybody, now that's the new cut because they're not making money off albums. So they're touring. Like that's why Drake's doing like two sixty five nights of like touring. Right, yeah. Everyone's doing. Like it wasn't like that before. Yeah. Um, well, the, the they three... were getting ripped off on CD sales, but people were not touring as hard as they are now. 
because uh, that's where all the money is. So now Universal and all those people are in your scope have their hands in on those tours. Well, it's like what they say is if if we don't if we didn't make you popular, if we didn't record your music, if we didn't pay for you to record your masters, yeah. you wouldn't have a reason yeah. to tour anyway. So we should make money off that. It just it, yeah, so it's just, not fair. They're, they're always one step ahead, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the the three sixty though has changed a little bit now because now it's it's not as much in favor for the artist, but it's more than it was before. Like you, you have yeah, more of an incentive to sign a 360. Deals. Like if you're if you're gonna be a superstar, a 360 would make sense for you to sign. But yeah. not that many people had them before. Now everyone, to a degree, it's like, a I, norm I, now. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's yeah. the natural first next step when CD sales go out the window. <laughs> it makes sense. I'm just saying, like, in it, like those uh, industries are ahead of artists. Like, and so it's always impressive when they take care of themselves. So you're an artist, like for your song, cause I bought your song on iTunes to support, which, mm. which is like better than streaming. But did you, like, do you see a cut of that at all? Like if someone buys it more so, okay. And it goes yeah. like directly into like an account that you yeah. have on so, it. Actually going back to that TuneCore stuff, TuneCore isn't even actually the best uh, provider out there to upload your stuff to streaming services. Yeah. yeah. Like Distro Kid and I use AWOL and AWOL takes like what, like, like, 2.15 percent or so very 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 little of it yeah so i basically see 100 percent of all my streaming money because i'm not obviously i'm independent not signed to a label yeah. or whatnot but That's yeah if you're signed yeah. to a label the label everyone did that russ mentioned lawyers you know producers everything they get a cut of your gross not even your net income so they get a cut of your gross before you even Damn. cut a profit then the yeah. label gets a cut too so you're left with like one percent of your own song man yeah it's like, crazy well, look at even R. Kelly, man. Like, how did he not have a hundred thousand dollars to put up for bail? <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, that guy R. Kelly couldn't afford. To, like, I'm sure he made stupid moves in the money. Yeah, he definitely, like, he definitely but, messed his money. But up. still, yeah, he spent it all on slaves. But like, still, man, it's, it's just crazy to me. I, that like, actually wow. raised like a very like interesting question where people are like, well, if R. Kelly isn't making any money off his music, he doesn't own it. So if you like really like the song and you're still streaming it, you're uh, not supporting okay. him. Uh, so you wouldn't be supporting him. You wouldn't him. be supporting him. So, so we can still listen. Can Anything still listen to, to do to Kelly, listen to I Believe Can Fly and Ignition, right? <laughs> oh, I'll man. do any mental gymnastics. Ke- yeah, Gabe, Gabe was trying to cape so hard for <laughs> R. Kelly when this dropped. <laughs> okay. Well, Space Jam just came back on Netflix and I put it <laughs> yeah. on and the first song yeah. that comes on and I was like, no. Yeah. You see, yo, did you see that meme where some guys like, when R. Kelly was going through his whole thing, this guy put out a meme where he's like, I gotta put another Chicago artist on this, and instead, when like uh, Mike's coming out from the baseball field, uh, instead of "I believe I can fly," he put it to Chiefs Keefs. Um, Don't like? No, no, no. Uh, what's his other big track? Oh man, I'm blanking right now. Uh, was it from the first album? Uh, I think it's his second. I'm not right, too right, sure. First oh, one, I can name it's you every one of song. His, it's one of his biggest songs too, and I fucking love this song too. Finito. So there we go. Okay, Finito. Okay, Finito. Okay, okay. Yeah. So he switched it and played Finito, which is fucking hilarious. I was dying <laughs> at that. No, let's move on to Future. I still, honestly, Future's had the best album drop in hip hop this year. I'm still listening to that album today. I haven't listened. I don't think it was a lot. Great. No. You're a hater. I'm not a hater. How am I? I, just, I literally just said I haven't listened that much. That's so not a hater. No, you said I'm a hater on Russ. Like you said a, you did. <laughs> I want this whole. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm a before before we move on to future, it's still fuck Russ. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I don't care. Yo, it actually makes me so mad. <laughs> this guy sold out an arena in Vancouver, and like I had friends going, and I was actually like, I'm not talking to you anymore. Like, I, I can't. Like twenty five. I can't believe a city under a million could find twenty five thousand people to shell out like two hundred dollars for a ticket. It. Oh, he's man, yo. He's low key popular. I can't believe how popular. Out, but 
it's weird. He's not like mainstream. I know that he's kind of weird. Everything. I, just, oh I don't know God. how that. But he is a plant, though. His yeah. dad works in the industry, oh so like that's why he has so and much. The, success. the way he talks uh, about it too is like the guy's so silly. He's like the Kylie Jenner of like he thinks he's self. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like he, he is to an extent because he did do all that stuff on his own. But at the same time, he got so much help because his yeah. dad's in the industry. His so production is trash. He like, knows it's, it's not. It just all sounds <laughs> the same, man. Like I just I can't put. Oh, man, I hate him so. much. <laughs> I hate, like, it's the one thing I like. The, I agree with the internet. I'm so glad, like, the majority of the internet hates him. Oh, man. Yeah. I hate him. That's all I, I don't even, I've never listened to Russ, but that's don't all. Don't do yourself from, a favor. From the memes, man. He Aren't gets like, destroyed. Yeah. He, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know. Holy shit. He's not that bad of an artist, but I, I remember one of my boys tried to put me on, and I was like, I was listening to him, like, this guy's not that good, man. Yeah. Like, he was gassing him up so hard. I'm like, I'm not. I, I feel like it's, like, it's like Scientology. Like, there's very few people who really like him, but the people who do, like, they love, love him. him. Like, are like, we'll join the Russ cult. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, actually, we, we do have a new segment. So let's move on to that, our new segment, which is really a stolen segment, but I'm not going to say where I got it from. It's basically who it's over for. Which is you pick an artist whose career you think it's over for and your reason for why it's over for them and how you could possibly get their career back. So okay. mine, I'm going to start, is Designer. His, oh, last, yeah. his last project flopped. He's been out of the mix for a while now. He's not really good music. Didn't do any of their seven albums with him or anything like that. Um, a bunch of artists have also come into the scene and taken his spot. And yeah, he's just been, he hasn't really been that big. And he had one of the biggest songs a few years ago with Panda. Everyone was, yeah. everyone was bumping that. Was that. Like, when I first got to Toronto, that song was big. Yeah, and yeah. Huge I, went to, I went to Parts and Labor. I remember I was like, "Yeah, I love this city." Like <laughs> yeah. I playing Panda, going nuts, like sma- <laughs> going crazy in the basement there, and then never heard of him again. He had that that Timmy Turner song. Remember that, like, that was supposed to be huge. Yo, I thought this yeah. guy was gonna be like the next Yay, like that because that soul and everything. Timmy Turner like got me going, and then he just put out trash after trash. Yeah, yeah, all Mike yeah, Dean. Yeah, yeah, right? like, yeah. But like, you know, he's harmonizing on that though too, and everything it was like kind of deep. And so I had like expected big things from the dude. Yeah, I thought he was gonna get Future out the paint because he sounded yeah. exactly yeah. like Future when he came out. Apparently, when I first heard him on Life of Pablo, I was like, "Oh, Future's on this shit." Yeah, and I looked yeah. in the credits, I'm like, "Yeah, who the fuck is designer?" Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. well, everyone, yeah, everyone thought it was. But I thought he was losing it with the Timmy Turner too because he didn't sound like Future as much. And yeah, he was trying to switch it up. Yeah, I think that became a problem. He did he lose. Yeah. hating on him. He did lose the Future sound a bit, but none of it was good. <laughs> you know, it's probably been better to stick sound like Future because it did not sound good. The only thing I can see saving his career now is one if he gets another hit like panda which i don't think is gonna happen but i think if he switches and becomes like a rapper rapper like just sounds kind of normal on a track i feel like if he could do that and put out some songs a lot of people would start fucking with them yeah because i feel like right now the whole like mumble type rap is kind of dying down like yeah. that era is kind of like diminishing right now and more people are getting into like, being more lyrical or like more understood so i think if he kind of jumped back into that it's because he could snitching. get his he could get his career back he, he's already turned on good what, music. No, what'd you say <laughs> it's because they snitch it oh yeah, yeah yeah that yeah that too a lot of them are getting arrested yeah that's uh, true <laughs> yeah that's crazy yeah. which yeah which uh, is nuts but yeah i feel like if he got into the rap lane he'd be good again yeah he uh well he i don't know he's already done that he went off on like good music like a month ago getting mad at like pusha yeah yeah not, uh pushing his music enough which i don't know what's going on in the scenes with there like i've heard he had, doesn't have a great work ethic and so i don't know what's well what, Ye- but yay's going through yay just wanted yeah, yeah, yeah. well yay's not even part of it it's, it's pusha now as, as right. president right so i don't know but yeah he uh he's already i don't know I, I think it's done for him that's a good one like uh i'll give you that one i, I don't think he's bouncing back i think 
Which and I wanted to do well. I didn't. I, didn't I don't. Really I don't think. really mind if he doesn't come back. <laughs> no, I love. There's so many artists man. out. That's, yeah. All designers' hits are on the gym playlist. You, yeah. Are they? Yeah, man. You made me change my choice now too. Actually, for my it's over. For the like. Oh, artists. so then okay, who's your choice then? Chief Keef. It's not over for Chief it's Keef. It's over. Actually, that's yo, a good one. That it's is a over good because one, don't yo Chief Keef is a le- he's a mumble rapping legend like. The dude established so much stuff, and I cheer for him. I'll download every single album he has. Every mixtape he drops, I download and I throw it in the trash immediately. I want to love the dude, but it's just it's <laughs> bad. No, because because he guys music got bought by some like white LA producer who's got him on like techno beats and stuff like that. And I want to keep bouncing back. And he keeps saying he's going to, he's getting back his old music, but he hasn't. And I've li- I've downloaded this dude's every single album music that he's put out since, and none of them slap like like that. It changed. Yeah, it's just I'm. <laughs> It, it let me down. I've been cheering for him for years since like 2013. I wonder and if he has like a label issue though, and like that's why he hasn't put out an album. Because like he's only you like you say he's just putting put out mixtapes, right? Because I haven't heard from him in a while actually. Yeah. Except for like uh, he did a feature recently, I think. But no, some like even that. Silicon Valley rich dude like bought like put him on his like label or whatever, and it got him all it has him all over trash beats. And that trust I have I follow him on like Spotify and everything. So every time he p- drops new music, I get an update and I get disappointed like all the time. So it, it kind of sucks. Like I don't like is a classic like the remix yeah. and everything like that album. I still listen to it in the gym every single like week. Dude, Finito is um, my favorite shit ever. From yeah, Finito. Like, like even insane. even the song with like when he I hate being sober and uh, balling. Like every single song on that album was classic. And like he got so much trash, but he like how many people like jocked a style after exactly. That? Yeah, like, he, he he birthed a lot of these new guys. <laughs> that man it's crazy to me he's now because still eating though he's probably still yeah, oh so yeah much. for oh, sure he makes bank right. like yeah. he's still he's like he's got more money than most of the new rappers sure. he's that's why he's like good like I, I know for a fact he still gets paid and because he still has like he'll always have that cult following like i would yeah. go see a chief keep show yeah. no matter what but i just i'm i've given up on like him ever like reproducing uh his first album which i guess happens a lot but yeah it just doesn't look good for the boy <laughs> I know we like brought you on to this, and it's kind of late. Do you do you yeah. possibly have one at all, or no? We can kinda, we can oh, move. Yeah, I was thinking when you guys were talking. Yeah, I'm, I think like J Electronica, man. Oh, um, I think, it, okay, but he never even yeah. came, no, 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 bro. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. he's <laughs> aligned with every say, other hip hop head like, who's like cries every. Yeah, I'd say like yeah. if like maybe even like last year, two years ago, maybe like a year before that, if he had still eventually dropped that album, yeah, he would have still gone to check for it. But oh. like just now, he's just like nothing. I think you know? he's gonna have like issues though because people everyone's waiting on like and he's it's the weird like, one of the weirdest cases like in music signed to GZ, yeah the yeah. biggest it's, it's, is he still signed like, like yeah he's still signed but, to Nation, but isn't he know? married to like that girl's like a billionaire that family yeah, he yeah, was you know. he was married to one of like the richest families in the yeah, world the rosters they got like the definition of white money like no that's like they're like Illuminati type yeah, money. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> like they run the world yeah. type money. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's just, I don't know, maybe he's set from that or something like that. I don't know. Um, Crazy. I think he's got some mental block, just like afraid For of sure. letting everyone down too as well. I, I don't know. I've never. Yeah, I, I, honestly, at this point, I think the anticipation is a little bit too high to where whatever he puts out, sure. it's like, it's kind of hard what, to. Uh, it could do what Dr. Dre did with Detox. Yeah. Just never yeah, just it, never released it. Just released it. something completely different. And yeah. then disappoint you know? everyone, though. I, 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 I like that album. Quantum, yeah. I, I thought it was dope. I, I, didn't, I didn't mind it either, but it's not It's not uh, the chronic. No, to, like, no. It, Yeah, it's definitely not that. But you got like a lot of good artists to rap on, yeah, but good it's beats. Still, I don't know. Do you still listen to it now? No. Uh, not really. But from yeah. time to time, like if I'm on shuffle, like if 
Yeah, there's those, like, like the, the, the Snoop Dogg verse. Like I really like that one. So if that comes on, I'll listen to it. All the Anderson. For the love of money was dope too. Yeah, that that was a good one too. Yeah, I don't know. They just yeah. All right, so do we want to talk? Do you want to talk two chains or Dwayne Casey real quick? Because uh, I got a lot to say about Dwayne Casey. Okay, well, well let's go quickly. Two chains, though. I don't know. I listen. To album I like. I liked it more than you. I could tell. Like, the, yeah, that, I thought it was. I thought it was all right. I, I, I so what, sta- what stands out to you do. from it? The then. first track. I don't know. Like, I guess it, it, it's typical two chain music. Um, he tries to get a bit more deep and like soulful, and he has that first song talking about like those young kids like passing away and all that. That's my favorite song off the album. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's 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 not a classic or anything, but I still mess with it almost two weeks later. Do you like it better uh, than his last album? Uh, two a.m. is a better song than on any or four a.m. Four a.m. Yeah, is a better song than all of it. But I think the project overall is better. Um, wait, wait. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I agree 100 percent with that. That's what that's what that's what my take was from this too. Is that the songs on Pretty Girls Love Trap Music? I feel like they're better. Uh, like a couple of them are way better than what's on yeah. Two Chains' new album, but Rapper Go to the League is probably a better project overall. Uh, I, I like. I agree with that. The first, the first song was super dope with Marsha Ambrosius. Yeah. I really like the second and third song too. Uh, Money in the Way, and I can't remember what the other one is off the top of my head. Uh, just the way he sl- flipped some of those samples is mm-hmm. it was like dope. It's like ways of like it's old the, songs you've heard, but they they've just been done differently. The, the Kendrick feature kind of disappointing. Yo, I've been hearing that. It's hit or miss. When, when I first heard it, I wasn't really feeling it. I haven't listened to it. I haven't yeah. I've been somewhat disappointed with Kendrick lately. Yeah. yeah. I, like, when I first heard it, I was like, uh, but then, like, it's kind of grown on, on to me at the same time, too. Like, like, I, I like the Ariana Grande song, though. Actually. Really? Yeah, because it's got that uh, it, it old old school, like, hip-hop sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, yeah. Ariana Grande, like, she can still hold her own, man. Yeah. Like, she, See, that one like, was flipped differently, too, but, yeah. They've, they've had a cu- couple, like, yeah, she's uh, she's got he soul, was, man. He was on like, her album, she's, no? she's a pop, what? Was he on her album? Yeah, he, he uh, they did the remix. I don't know if it was actually made the album, True. but they did a remix. Yeah, he did a remix. Chain's yeah. verse was whack, but Ariana <laughs> killed it. She Yo. owed him. She owed him. Yeah, that's she, why. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she stole some of his like imagery from the Pretty Girls. Oh like, yeah, track and music. she stole yeah. his flow and stuff too on uh, on some of the songs. That's what well. I was oh, thinking. Oh, did she? Yeah, was yeah. that yeah. planned? Like, did she do that to pay him? That's what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, probably. Or was that. that all part of the marketing employee? She was gonna do that, get that connection to Two Chains. Because of that, and yeah. then feature him. It's on probably the song man, knowing music people, it's probably all planned. I feel like, like yeah, yeah. it's got to be. Planned, yeah, maybe. You know? I thought it was just to pay him back. Maybe, but yeah, like no. that was it. Like, oh, you did that, and then like, I'm or, she, or she was like, yo, I want to use this to, I, I want to use your idea for yeah. my song. To and then, then we'll back. give you, yeah, oh, okay, and then we'll give you a feature. Yeah, yeah. But that's like the two chains. That's one of the. He's down with everyone. Likes two chains though. Like he in the industry. Like he. No one, no one hates sure. the dude. Yeah, he seems like he stays in his own lane. Across just, all, yeah, but he like just does his own if thing. Every industry, he's always on uh, pop hits and stuff too, and like all the basketball, like everyone. He's, he's. I think that's a big part of his career. It's like how social and like outgoing he is. It's actually like been amazing for his career. Because people love all his like GQ shows and yeah, uh, yeah. All the shows he has. Yeah, What's that he, one where he, he tries the most expensive shit and stuff like oh, that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he, he grinds, too. And, like, I mean, LeBron... Content, bro. Yeah, we won't even get into that, but LeBron was getting a lot of heat for that because the Lakers are losing. And yeah. He's, he's executive <laughs> producing. Well-deserved, though. There's <laughs> yeah. no, like... There's, 
There's no, no way you can hide him. That from had that. nothing to do with the losing. I, I, no, that 100 percent has no. everything to do with losing. He's no. clearly focused on uh, business. Get out and nothing here. else. Good, good for him. Honestly, I don't mind it though. Good. Like for him to take a year off, like he'll come back next year. Yeah, they're not going to win anything. Yeah, they're not going to win this yeah. year, anyways. Plus, he's injured. Yeah, people. So I doubt he wants to even try and carry that. Jordan so much trash for leaving baseball and stuff. He wins another championship. Like people would, like look at it like fondly. Yeah. Like he left for LA, took a year off, like to produce, make Space Jam, came back and brought a championship. But that's not why he room. left, though. What do you mean? Gambling debts. That's not <laughs> what. I, okay, we won't even get in that. We got. We don't got enough I time know. here. But you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know who else is stupid though? Fucking Dink, Dwayne Casey. Man. Long oh lived. my God. Long Fuck live the guy. greatest Fuck Raptors coach. I kind of got to lower my mic right now yeah. because no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he he was the greatest Raptors coach ever. That's a hundred percent. No one's gonna doubt that. But how like asinine and clueless do you have to be? This guy makes comments after the Raptors game, after beating them after for the second time twice. in the regular season. Twice. We all know, we all know, Dwayne Casey is the regular season goat Yo, coach. It doesn't matter. He's, he's still, great. I mean, people he's still in the regular season, a, he, he got them two games away from the finals. It's yeah. more like it's still we still got to people one forget time. About them. Yeah, one time, one time more. Than, we're Raptors fans. Like that's we got to appreciate. We're someone grateful. I will, I will, hundred percent give him credit for that. I'm not taking anything away from him. I love what he did for this franchise. But at the same time, he's he's got to understand that he's being an, an idiot right now, yeah. and he's delusional. I, okay, the the comments, but I'd be like, he first said, of all, he says this is a storied franchise in Detroit. He didn't contribute to any they of this are shit. A storied franchise. Yeah, everyone knows that. Yeah. But what did he do to bring the championships there? Nothing. He didn't do shit. But he's that's still like part of his. Li- I, I I don't I I don't like the comments, but I get where he's coming from. There it are, is, there are though, three man. championship like, trophies you see every time you walk into the building. It's not like in Toronto where they've never tasted it, nigga. You were the one who was supposed yeah. to bring the championships to Toronto. <laughs> yeah, you should have never said so, about so Toronto. He, but so he, why are you why are you <laughs> like talking shit like that? I don't get I, it. I, no, no, honestly, like I wouldn't let this out. But the the Nick Nurse thing and like so his understudy basically like gets the job. And I can get, I understand being salty. Shouldn't have said that comment. But now people are acting like Nick Nurse has taken them to the next level. The record's the same. They have a way better team. It's not, I don't, I, I'm not with Casey, but I also am not going to shit on the No, dude you said you were going to support your man. I am supporting Casey. Like, <laughs> best of luck in Detroit. Like, I, I think he's, like, I've, I'm super happy what he did. Like, I went, I hated him after every playoff series and that too. But until um, Nick Nurse and the rest of the Raptors make it to the finals, then and it's not even going to be a fair comparison too, because if it was if Nick Nurse made it to the finals with the same players, and yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, cool. yeah oh, if, it was like, if they were performing like that. this, but like the Raptors played better when lots of times when DeRozan was on the court too. Like people, I think people are over exaggerating because like oh the Raptors have had so many injuries, but they have a dope team. Like they have a good team. Like just losing Leonard in the East shouldn't make them that much worse. And like when they have like Serge go down, they had JV, and now they have Gasol and that as well. I just. I, I, it's the dialogue. Like, it's not even I necessarily disagree, but being on Twitter and, like, Reddit and stuff and seeing all those comments shitty on Casey and thinking yeah. it's just like... Well, that's because a lot of people didn't like him before. He he lost us that series in Washington. He got out-coached yeah, but then he got, Scott that was, that was one second. Brooks. That was, like, his second year, though. He got better. I, I, I agree. But I agree. But he, he still... Man, we got two games from Cleveland when they were, like, at their best. That year, you know what I mean? Like, was that was the year that, that was they, the year they won the, the championship? Yeah, we got that two games from them when they beat the th- like the three and the seventy two uh, Warriors and that. Like, no, no other coach would have done anything different. That would have always ended the same way. Like, we would have got one more series past Washington afterwards. Great, but I just I, I don't disagree. But I have to go so hard for Casey because people yeah. are so ridiculous in the disrespect. 
That's my. I problem. feel like Raptor, Raptor, like Raptor fans are kind of finicky, yo. It's like yeah, when players there, it's like yo, no, best no, player they ever, are. and they leave. It's yeah. like nah, yeah. fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sucks. The Rosen sucks. I'm like, hey, what do you mean he <laughs> yeah. sucks? Lakers fans are worse, maybe oh, in Boston, yeah. and that's yeah. and then it's like Raptor. Yeah, and then it's the Raptors. The Raptors got all of Canada too, so we got some idiots. Like I don't want to hear what guy from Saskatchewan thinks <laughs> about it too, as well. So just like I don't even want to be going hard for Casey. That's the thing. Like I want him out numerous times, but like the disrespect and the way like Nick Nurse like or on his jock and stuff like let us get some stuff well done he was talking first. about shit about nick nurse saying that oh these guys are still running the same offense and like that's the offense that he gave you to be successful last year so it's like why are you shitting on him that's, that's the only true, reason why yeah, i bring that's the only reason why i'm bringing up true. his last shit is because his passion is because he's talking shit about us but like you have so many flaws here yeah like, you, you can't like he, you can't take those shots he also helped, i hope i hope we get that two seven matchup he also helped really i don't want them i, I want think, them i think i want them takes now. a couple games i want man. them there's a reason I why they play take them well. one that's it. i think they take two he's gonna get so I think exposed three. in the I think playoffs they win. he's <laughs> yo funny Look. enough someone that i work with at sports yo, was like People it would be are, Toronto's karma for them to lose in the first round. To, yeah. yeah, people, bro, are, people are saying, like, <laughs> I would cry. Fucking City is cry. saying that too. Like Casey's got them figured out. But Casey's also we have to forget what he did in Dallas too. Like he helped take down Miami. So, I'm just saying, coach. man. Like oh, yeah. he, he gets way too disrespected. Like I don't know. I think it's like it, end of season. We're gonna see is Casey was he a season coach or is the Raptors a season? Yeah, that's what we're gonna find out. Exactly. I don't know. I want to be wrong too. Like at the end of the day, fuck Casey. Like I'm a Raptors fan. It's just that fuck I, Casey, th- fuck Russ. I feel like, yeah, yo, no one's on the same plane as Russ, okay? But yeah, so it's just, it, I, it's the disrespect. It's the, the narr- like the narrative around coaching, I hate, like with fans and stuff. Like people don't know what they're talking about. Like they pick and choose. Like Brad seems the smartest person ever. And yeah. Wayne Co- like, so it's, it's yeah. because everyone's so hyperbolic, hyperbolic. Yeah. That they just go to the ultimate extreme anytime someone does something good, and then yeah. when they do one thing bad, it's like the complete opposite. We need to shit on Brad Stevens more too. Been shitting bad. I don't think that's on him though. I think it's that's more. That coach I mean, is part of it. That's why you get that's Phil true, Jackson. Because he does. Part of he it, does though. have to get the yeah. reins on his team. If you're the an X and O guy, too, then you're responsible for the bullshit too. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> I just like that. Oh man! It just that I don't know. The whole conversation on Twitter's like, yeah, is bad. I, I, like, yeah, I know. Sports, I've seen some. Man, I've seen like, some really God, bad takes God. because no one's no one in Boston is talking shit about Gordon Hayward, even yeah, though he's I, been abysmal. Yeah. But because he's like their white savior. Yeah, can we talk? About, there's a subtle, <laughs> subtle like racist like. Oh refer- no, it's not like, subtle. No, but you know what I mean. Like, no, one's, like because they're NBA fans. Like, oh, they can't hate black people. Are you gonna watch basketball? Yeah, but it's Boston. But, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see? Do you know who Pete Blackburn is? No. He tweeted saying that uh, Boston deserves to lose all their games whenever they wear the black jerseys. And I, like, retweeted it with a quote. And I'm like, of course you'd blame the black jerseys oh. <laughs> with the high roll. Oh, man. Yeah, it's true. I can't believe you said that. Jesus. I was kind of, like, sketched. I was like, oh, I don't know if this is going to come off wrong. but No, it came off wrong for him. Um, quickly, quickly. Pete, all right. Let's, Pete, yeah, let's go Pete, into this Pete Davidson story to, to end yeah. because... You got a lot to talk about. It. I don't have a lot to talk. Yes, about. Yes, you do. How? Why are you hating on the boy? Yo, this should be this should be your idol right now. I, yo, you know this what? guy goes through don't, depression I, and and he like deals with all that shit. I I, I love the guy. I, I like the guy. I think he's I, the thing is I think he's funny and stuff too. But I'm just still like, what the hell is up? It's weird, man. Ariana Grande and like Kate, Kate Beckinsale. Like I used to. I, it's just insane that there it was just there's so much to funny gets you pussy man but it I mean there's funny good looking guys yeah yo no you uh, <laughs> but no but like we should just, just end the podcast she, right there for you just saying yeah, that yeah, yeah. that was <laughs> <laughs>
That's my white side coming oh out. Oh my too, gosh. Okay. Uh, but no, you don't think it's bizarre? Like tongue kissing, like one of the hottest, like. No, like, because I know that funny gets you pussy. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he's like a degenerate. Like he's weird. Do you he's, think Marcel's in the room? We have a woman in the room. Why don't we ask the woman? Yeah, tell us. Do you think he's cute? Do you think he's attractive in any way? I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. Like, why shouldn't he get Because he's insane. Like, he's completely off his Gabe rock. Thinks he's so a, Gabe thinks he's ugly. He's a drug addict. And it's not even the ugly thing. It's just like, it's so bizarre. Like, your tongue, like, you're 45 years old, tongue kissing this guy. He's like 23, 24, or something crazy like that. His dad uh, died. I don't know if he's that he's young. Just he's hella young. It is. Ugh. All right, tell it to R. Kelly. Okay, like, well, let's on, not go know. that far. I can't. Uh, it's the hard views to, of Gabe Ephardt or Gabe Ephardt's only and it's do not to, represent Pop's culture or any of its affiliates. Okay, but here's the thing: is a bunch of people saw my tweet in my class and agreed with me. Like the girls, were like I have no idea. He's what's 25. Going on with that. Well, there you go. Like it's people. Girls agree with me. I think he has like a certain demographic. Yeah, girls will say one thing and also do another thing too. That's typical yeah. women as well. Wow, <laughs> that's a generalization right there. I mean, excuse me, women. Women listening and the views of Papa Minnow. Do not represent yeah. pop's culture. But I don't know that, and that tongue kiss, like it was, it was a. Lot I didn't even see the video for being like forty-five just, and just out there. There's literally like, nothing wrong with him. I don't see why he can't get girls. What do you mean? He he. Okay. You don't understand. Gabe thinks he's ugly. I don't think and he's ugly. Much he's <laughs> a drug addict who's like insane and just weird to me. Is I'm he not an against addict? it? I, yeah, I, he is. Oh, I he, he shows up to all the shows bombed out of his mind. He has a personality or It's not just depression. Like he's a person that I know this. Like it's. No, but I've read his like biography. I've read all the stories. I've like Gabe follows a I lot follow of the, weird people. I follow the comedy world. No, I follow the comedy world. I think he's funny too and stuff. I just think it's bizarre. We like pull Grande and then now like Beckinsale. It's just it, I'm not against it. I'm telling you, man, he's funny. Ariana Grande comes off as like she she feels the need to want to save a man. Yeah, no, and she's like, yeah, she looks yeah, crazy yeah. guy. Maybe it's that complex. Yeah. It's like but he has he needs to be saved and like her, he attracts those kind of girls. Yeah. Her dating history girls. makes sense, but then the back and sale just came out of nowhere yeah. to me. Like the high school me loved her. So. What's wrong with what's wrong with Big Sean then? What do you mean Big Sean? She's dating him now. Because he was like the most normal. Him? Wait, they're dating. Well, they like they're not. I don't know if they're dating. They're beginning like, they've back. Been they, seen, yeah, they did a long time ago, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because she's just. A, I mean, I don't know. She's famous, but she's obviously broken. Like her dating history. Come on. <laughs> That's a generalization. <laughs> How you literally said the same thing. <laughs> no, I said that women will say one thing and do another. She's That's different. Man. Like, look at their dating history. Come on. Well. That is another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. Is that uh, too much? What? Nothing. Continue. All right. <laughs> Anyways, that was an episode that we have for you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, thank you, Rez, for coming through. Thank you, man. No problem. Come on anytime. Um, if you want to plug the show again, just in case anyone forgot. Oh, yes. A Travel and Light, March 14 on Thursday, Page One Cafe. Um, follow me on Instagram at Idris, I-D-R-I-S-X-L-A-W-A-L. I will be bombarding your timelines with updates leading up to the <laughs> event. If you love soul music, if you love Afro soul music, if you love Afro music, and if you love rap lyrics, would love to see you. Yeah, definitely come through. Um, I'm going to be there. It's going to be a good time. I think Gabe's probably going to... I'm going to come through. Someone said free tickets, right? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but yeah. If you guys continue to uh, like and give us five stars reviews, you guys have been great with that. So if you guys keep doing that, that'd be great. It helps us a lot in terms of getting viewed on the algorithm. Uh, follow us on Spotify. We always fuck with Spotify. They're dope. Uh, we're also on Google Play and SoundCloud. If you guys want to check on those, like if you don't have either of those other apps, you can check on those ones. 
Uh, so yeah, thank you guys for another episode. Uh, we will leave you with the rest of Idris's song. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.